welcome to the Unbusy Your Life podcast, where each week you will learn the tips, tools, strategies, and mindset of productivity. This isn't time management. This is personal management because the solution to your scheduling, time, and productivity issues is you and how you show up in your time. Hi, I'm Neil Williams, life coach and productivity expert, and I am going to help you become the best you in your 24 hours so you can get all the things done and live the exact life you want. Get ready to unbusy your life. number 36 of the Unbusy Your Life podcast. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Wherever you're at and whatever you're doing where you're listening to this podcast. Today's show was inspired by a recent coaching session that I had with one of my one-on-one clients. She is a coach and an entrepreneur and we've been working together for over a year. So I know her brain really well. And she started the session by telling me that she wanted me to do my ninja tricks on her brain. Now, this of course made me laugh out loud. Coaching is not a ninja skill, but it oftentimes feels like that when you're getting coached by a really masterful coach because what happens is you see things in a different light. It's like these light bulbs go off and it's such an amazing experience. And I have this too with my own coach. She can literally stop me in my tracks with one sentence. It's happened over and over and over again for me. And I, so I knew exactly what my client was talking about when she told me to ninja trick her brain. And this is why getting coached is so powerful and transformative. Listen, this is what I believe. If you're an entrepreneur mom growing your business and your family at the same time, you need a coach. I've said this so many times before, but I honestly don't know. I really don't know how entrepreneurs who don't have a coach do it. I think this is the reason why so many actually quit or don't grow and create as much success as they could be. I find it to be an essential investment in my business and in my life. I will always have a coach. This is like paying for water or internet or electricity to me now. It's one of my basic necessities. Okay, I know I went off on a little tangent there, but I really do want to make sure that I impart to you guys how deeply I believe in coaching and really the power that it has to transform your life or anyone else's life. So back to my client's story. After she told me that she wanted me to ninja trick her brain, her next sentence was, I'm trying to stay positive in my business. Now, This might sound logical to you and like, well, obviously that's what you should do, but this is where I knew the trouble was for her. It just rolled off her tongue like she was giving me the headline of the news. Like it was really obvious that she should try and stay positive in her business. And what it also told me is it really implied that she was having some negative thinking and feeling that she thought she shouldn't have. She kept telling me more of her story, of course. I learned that she had been experiencing a lot of things, (laughs) as we do as humans. And she was having some negative emotion about it, but she wasn't allowing herself to feel it. She was what we call resisting it and repressing it. And the result for her was that she did end up experiencing it, but it kind of exploded for her in a situation that really wasn't a big deal. But the reason why it happened 
in that situation is her body literally couldn't handle any more of these repressed negative emotions. So the next situation that came up for her, it was really like the last straw and she just erupted. That might sound familiar for you too. You might've had this experience where there's been a lot of things coming at you and you're like, okay, I'm handling it. I'm handling it. And then finally there's one last little thing. (laughs) It's like the smallest of the list of things and you literally like lose your mind, right? What happens oftentimes is we push down those emotions and our bodies can only handle so much of that. So if you've ever heard someone say that they have like an emotional meltdown or emotional breakdown, that's what's happening Happening is that there's so much tension in the body from repressing those emotions that eventually it just erupts and comes out in, it looks like an emotional meltdown, right? It's oftentimes an overreaction to something, or it is, we just kind of like shut down. And that's exactly what had happened for my client. Now, the reason that I'm telling you this story is because I want to make sure you understand that negative emotion has an important role to play not just in our lives as the experience of humans, that is one thing, but we can also use it to our advantage. And that's really what I want to teach you on today's show is how to use negative emotion as fuel to get you what you want. So let's first dive into this idea that we're supposed to have negative emotion as part of our human experience. Here's what I believe. We're supposed to half of the time feel great and amazing and positive and half of the time feel like crap, right? The negative emotions really are kind of like eating our vegetables, eating our kale. They may not taste as good, but we know in some way that they actually can be used for us. Negative emotions are exactly the same. We give them such a bad rap. The fact that we even call them bad or negative Number one, we're judging them already, right? We think that we're not supposed to be feeling them. We're not supposed to be experiencing them. That as entrepreneurs, when we're growing this business, we shouldn't have negative emotion that comes along for the ride. And that's actually just not true. If we weren't supposed to experience negative emotion, it wouldn't exist as part of our humanness and part of our human experience. So I'm going to give you a little analogy here with physical pain, because I think sometimes it's easier for us to digest a concept with physical pain than it is with emotional pain. So I love running. If I hadn't mentioned that on the podcast before, I'm avid runner. I've been running for really my whole life. And in my early twenties, I was like a crazy runner, like the crazy girl who like ran miles and miles and miles, did marathons and half marathons, did all the races, everything right? And I was really good at enduring pain. So what had happened is I had run so much that I had actually broken both of my legs. (laughs) Now this is going to seem crazy to you, right? But I had signed up for a half marathon and I'm so stubborn. I was like, well, I'm going to do the race. Of course. I knew that there was something going on that wasn't right because the physical pain was there and is very intense. But like I said, I'm really good at enduring pain. So I did the race. I literally don't even know how I finished it. The excruciating pain that I was in 
was beyond, like the only thing I can compare it to is the pain that I felt in childbirth. Like it was that intense. Now I tell you that story, not so that you can see how crazy I was about running, but to point out that that physical pain was there for me, right? If I would have listened to it, like I should have, it was telling me something. It was a signal to me that something was going on that I needed to take care of. And the very same thing can be true for our negative emotional pain. It can be a signal to us to check in and see where we are, see what's happening with us. And also, is it something that we can use to make a change, to fuel us to make a change that we want to do? So instead of resisting your negative emotion and believing that you should be feeling positive and stay positive all the time, I have heard this so much recently as I'm recording this podcast, we're still in the pandemic. Many of us have children who are (laughs) doing school virtually while we're still trying to work and do all the things. And I've heard this so often from women. They're saying, well, I'm trying to stay positive. I'm trying to put a positive spin on it. And I want you to just consider whether you want to be positive all the time about this situation. And if you do, make that choice consciously, but don't do it because you think you're not supposed to feel positive about this situation. Don't do it in the way that you are pushing down the negative emotion that you have about this situation. That's not going to serve you either. All that's going to do is going to create resistance and tension in your body. And at some point, I promise you that tension will need to be released. And it might look like an emotional meltdown. It might look like overreacting to a very simple situation that you probably wouldn't have overreacted in the past. And then you end up beating yourself up. So what I'm suggesting on today's podcast is that you recognize the negative emotion, you process it, and you use it to fuel you. And I'm going to give you some help in being able to do that in the show today. But first, what I want to do is make sure that I point out that there are a couple of types of negative emotion that I have found don't really serve us. And they are worry, overwhelm, and confusion. So if you notice that you're experiencing these a lot, that this is a, these are common emotions for you, I want to suggest that you go back and listen to episode number 16 of the show called the Worry, Confusion, and Overwhelm Detox because I help you kind of start to eliminate or at least reduce the propensity of those emotions in your life. And the only reason that I suggest that is because these emotions typically fuel behavior that we don't actually want to do. It's like the stuckness. It's the avoidance. It's the going to do something else that feels better, which is maybe eating or drinking or spending money or going into Netflix. Typically, these emotions really do not serve us. And so it's not as if you won't ever feel them, but we can reduce the amount of time that you stay stuck in them. And that's the whole idea behind podcast episode number 16. I teach you a process to be able to really detox yourself from those emotional habits. Okay, so let's dive into a little bit how you can use negative emotion to help you, to fuel you. Here's what you need to know. We are motivated as humans by both pleasure and by pain. So we are motivated to act to feel good 
We are also motivated to act to not feel bad. So knowing that, you can use emotional pain to move you into action to get out of the pain. So let me give you a quick example for this. Disappointment is an emotion that I consciously allow myself to feel. And I use that to fuel me into action. An example is disappointment and not hitting my goals. I don't like to feel disappointed in myself. And so if I'm getting really close to the deadline for the goal that I have set, what I notice is the disappointment coming up for me. And then I'm really motivated to take even more massive action to figure out how to get to the result that I want. What can I change or do differently to hit the goal that I want to? Now, here are some of the actions that I've taken from the fuel of negative emotion and specifically disappointment. I've hired a coach. All of the tweaks that I've done in my sales funnel this year, every single thing that I've done is come from disappointment and asking myself questions and letting myself feel and fail and learn. And because of that, I really believe disappointment is one of the reasons why I've been able to create some of the success that I have in my business this year. So disappointment is going to be one of those emotions that I take with me, consciously choosing it to help me get to where I want to go. Now, here's another quick story of how disappointment fueled me for this year. Every year at the Life Coach School, there are an award ceremony at our annual mastermind. Of course, we're not doing that this year because we're in the pandemic. And I remember last year in 2019, sitting back and watching everybody receive the income awards. So there's a 100K award and there's a two comma club award and then there's the master coach awards. And I remember saying to myself, if I'm not on that stage next year, I'm going to be so disappointed. And that has always been running in the back of my brain throughout the year. And I've known that. And guess what happened? I created what I wanted to in my business so that I earned my spot on that stage. And because of that, I got to feel proud of myself for doing that work. Now, was it easy? Did it feel good the whole time? No, because disappointment does not feel good, right? It doesn't feel good. Fear doesn't feel good. Doubt doesn't feel good. But those things I was able to use for my good instead of using them against myself. And the way that I think that looks is when we use negative emotion against ourselves, we quit or we stay stuck or we do things that don't actually move us forward. So negative emotions can be used to get you to where you want to go. So just want to make sure you stop and question yourself before you move out of it or try to feel better? Do you need to do that? Can you just let the negative emotion be there and use it as fuel to get you to where you want to go? Now, when I say this, I also want to make sure that I point out that there's a very different, there's a distinction between using the negative emotion as fuel and resisting it or wallowing in it. Okay. Resisting it looks like what my client Wendy was doing. She was suppressing it and pushing it down without processing it, trying to just tell herself, nope, I got to stay positive, got to stay positive, can't feel this negative emotion. And eventually her body was like, yeah, I can't handle any more of this. And it just, she overreacted, right? That is not what I'm talking about. (laughs) That does not serve anybody. I also am not talking about what 
some, another client said to me about wallowing in it, just sitting in it and not processing it. I'm not talking about that either, because when you don't process it, you're not able to use it for fuel or even running through it to get to a better feeling, because that's exactly what I was doing. If you remember my analogy with the physical pain and my legs, I literally was running through the pain to get to the better feeling. The better feeling that I was getting out of the running was the dopamine hit and the feeling of excitement and joy that I got from the running. And that was more important to me than the pain of the broken legs. So I don't want you to run through it either. I'm not suggesting that you run through it to get to a better feeling because what happens is then you miss out on a lesson. And you also, in the process, train your brain that negative emotion is bad and that we shouldn't have it, that you shouldn't be experiencing negative emotion and we should be getting to the positive emotion. I'm not suggesting that either. So here's what I am suggesting. When you notice that you're experiencing negative emotion, the first thing to do is to ask this little question, which is like the magic question, why? Get curious. Now, back to my client's example, she, the negative emotion that she was experiencing was anger. And she was able to stop for a second, pause, and ask herself why she was angry. And once she saw it, she used that to fuel her to think about ways to grow her audience in her business, to get them to know, like, and trust her, to add more value to the world. She came up with this whole list of ideas that she never would have had before had she not been in the situation where she was feeling angry. All of this came about because she let herself feel the anger, process it instead of resisting it, and got curious about why, and then used that to fuel her to grow her business. So asking that question why and being really curious about the response is the very first thing to do. Now, the very next thing you want to do is ask yourself, do I want to feel this way about this situation? And make sure you're really clear on the truth of the answer for this. The reason why I want you to ask this question is to put yourself back in control of your emotions. Because when you're in intense emotion, your brain is going to go to something outside of you. It's your business or it's your kids or it's COVID or it's whatever. It's my to-do list or it's that I don't have enough time. That's what's going to try and go to as the cause of why you're feeling this way. But when you stop and you ask yourself why, the answer to that question is always an internal one. It's always something going on in your mind that's creating the emotion that you have. Nothing outside of you creates your emotion for you. And then when you ask yourself, do I want to feel this way about this situation? You put yourself back in the driver's seat of how you want to feel. This is how you take 100% control of your emotional life. Now, you're always creating your emotions by your thinking And because of that, you have a choice in every single moment of your day how you want to feel. (laughs) I had to remind myself that this recently, (laughs) this situation came up with my son's school. I learned that they had just unenrolled him without even telling us a few weeks ago. And I was like so angry 
because I just couldn't imagine that they could do that without having a parental agreement, without a parent saying, yes, unenroll him and move him to this other school. I was so angry and I stopped myself and I I literally asked myself, why am I angry? And my thought that was making me angry was they should not have done this. And then I asked myself, do I want to feel this way about the situation? And my response was, hell yes, I do. I want to be angry about this. I don't like that they did this. I don't like that his teacher didn't even check in with me when she saw this happen. But guess what? I allowed myself to feel anger and then I took massive action to fix it. Guess what happened? I got him re-enrolled and he started school on time. That's just one quick, simple little example of how you can let yourself feel the negative emotion. Remind yourself that you're in control of it. And then if you don't want to feel it, you don't have to. But then if you do use the energy from it to get you what you want, or at least get you closer to what you want. And if you don't want to feel it, remember, all you need to do is process it and shift or redirect your thinking to feeling differently. Now, I'm just going to real quick talk about processing it. I've talked about this on the podcast before. I'll probably do a separate episode just about this. But the way that you want to process it is you want to first name it for yourself. What is the emotion that you're feeling? In my example, it was anger. And in my earlier example, I allow myself to feel disappointment. And then you want to just pause and do a scan from head to toe. Because the feeling is just a vibration in your body there's some experience in your body that you're having that is that vi- that vibration from that feeling. So skin from head to toe and see where it's at. Where is it located? How does it feel? Is it hot or is it cold? Is it prickly or is it stagnant? Is it heavy or soft? See how you can describe it to yourself and just let yourself sit with it. It will come in waves typically if it's really intense. And if you just let it be there and not try and resist it or redirect yourself too quickly, you'll process it all the way through and the intensity of it will go away. And after you process it, then you get to ask yourself, what do I want to feel instead? And the answer to that question is what you decide intentionally to feel. And then you create thinking that makes you feel that way. So this is really the lesson from this episode. Don't be so quick to judge your negative emotion as bad or try to change it. There may be a lesson in there for you, and there may be something from it that you can use to move you ahead. If it's true that we have a balance of positive and negative emotion, 50-50, and we can learn how to begin to leverage some of the negative ones to help us, we are only moving forward faster. So I want to check in with you right now. Are you enduring emotional pain? Maybe the pain of working endless hours, evenings, and weekends, and missing out on the life that you want with your kids or your family. Here's what I want to tell you. That pain is telling you something. Just like the pain that I had of running on broken legs was trying to tell me that something needed to change, that emotional pain that you're having by overworking is telling you it's time for a change. And I want to offer you some help to make that change. I am doing a free masterclass called work five hours less this week, and we'll put the link in the show notes for you to register for that class. In the class, I teach you three scheduling hacks that guarantee you get 
five hours back in your week because you learn how to work five hours less. So make sure you don't miss out on that. Go into the show notes, click the link, sign up so that you can get my help on starting your journey to work less. Okay, have a beautiful, unbusy week, everyone. I'll talk to you next week.